Ladies, when we've been betrayed, we often notice the impact that it has on our heart. It hurts deep within. We also notice the feelings that it produces in our body, the impact on our physical state. But have you ever stopped to think of the effects that it has on your brain, your mindset, how it affects your thought patterns, how you develop deep beliefs, doubts, concerns, What does it do to the impact of your brain? Well, we're going to talk about it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey, beautiful. It's Lisa, and this is Beauty Beyond Betrayal, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week, I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. I want to talk about mindset with you today. You know, we always talk about mind over matter, right? I'm sure you've heard that saying before. Our thoughts matter. Um, We never, ever, ever stop to think about our minds when it comes to betrayal and the impact that it has on us. And the truth is our mind is where healing begins. I'm going to say that again. Our mind is where true healing begins. You see, beautiful, until we start to take captive the thoughts that we have in our minds, we recognize the deep belief systems or the unlimited belief systems that we've developed because of the infidelity that we were slapped in the face with, then we're never going to truly be able to walk out our healing process because at the end of the day, the battle truly is in the mind first. Yes, I know that trauma affects us physically. Absolutely, yes and amen. I'm never going to battle against that because it does. It affects us at a deep level. But one of the very first places that it does affect us is in our minds, in our brains. And our brains experience betrayal as a survival level threat. It literally has threatened our survival at a deep level. You see, betrayal induces an extremely high level perception of danger. It's almost like danger, Will Robinson, danger, you know, and all the red alert buttons have gone off and our brain is telling us you're in a danger state and it activates the threat center of the brain 
pushing it into a hypervigilant state and an unbridled defensiveness. So we sit there and go, why in the world do I feel like I'm constantly in danger? Well, it's because your brain has switched on that mode trying to keep you in a survival state. So for many of us who have been betrayed, This state of hypervigilance can become very chronic. It can not only affect our brains, but it can also do a lot of damage to our bodies. So the brain stays in a state of threat preparedness because every time the threat system stood down and relaxed, it's almost like, well, here we go again. We're being slapped with more information. We're having it dripped upon us and now there's new evidence of his infidelity new evidence of the betrayal has showed up and the system is getting beat up over and over and over again so your brain is now convinced that the safest thing to do is to simply stay activated to stay on high alert assuming that danger is lurking everywhere and it's going to come at you hard fast and furious so What is this doing to you? Well, beautiful, it's developing a mindset. It's creating a certain mindset within you. A mindset that your husband is a source of danger. He's a source of threat. And you are in danger because of what he has done to you. It's producing a mindset about whether you can even relax or feel safe ever again. It's producing a mindset about sex. Is, you know, will I ever be able to have sex with him again? Am I ever going to be safe in a sexual relationship again? It's also producing a mindset about relationships. A relationship with your husband, a relationship with others. Can you have a safe relationship ever again? You see, beautiful, your brain has now become biased to interpret interactions with him, your husband, as being potentially dangerous. And it's actively looking and interpreting events in your life as threatening, even when there not, may not be a threat present at all. It is interpreting your surroundings as a constant threat. Because the safest bet for your brain at this point is to assume that you're going to get hurt over and over again. And your brain is now hovering while it waits for the next big hit to happen. What this all adds up to is that the betrayal trauma has impacted your mindset enormously. So if you have already been feeling unworthy, If you have dealt with body image all of your life, if you have felt undesirable and insecure, maybe you've been uncertain about things in your life, uh, maybe you have felt like you're not enough, then when the betrayal trauma swoops in, it provides you with the biggest negative reference point imaginable. So, Because there is a threat center that's chronically activated, your brain is now wired to privilege negative over the positive, and now you're living in a washing machine, so to speak, 
of negative references that are continually reinforcing your deepest fears and insecurity. It's like a vicious cycle that never stops. You know that washing machine that's off balance and you've got blankets inside of it and you hear it clunking from the other side of the house and you go into the, the laundry room and what do you do? Most of us, instead of stopping the cycle, I'm telling you what I do here, ladies. Instead of stopping the cycle and readjusting everything to where it's safe for the machine to continue on, some of us, me included, I'll just confess that, we jump on top of the washing machine trying to stabilize it while it's in a chaotic mode. Well, that's what we do when our mindset is in a chaotic state. We try to somehow, some way stabilize it when in fact we need to do some deep level mindset reset so that we can now reestablish safety for ourselves. So when we have the thoughts of, you know, am I lovable? Um, Is my partner going to ever cheat on me again? Is he going to constantly do this? Well, maybe if I was worthy enough, maybe if I was pretty enough, maybe if I was just enough he wouldn't have done this. If I were able to have the relationship I really want, then my husband wouldn't have cheated on me. And the thoughts go on and on and on. It's that vicious cycle like that washing machine that's unbalanced. So we, the ones who have been betrayed, we need to begin right away to work on calming and soothing our threat center inside of our brains. We need to stop the negative interpretations that it is it is firing off, that are taking root, that are causing us to now believe certain unlimited or limited belief systems. And we need to do some serious mindset work. Well, beautiful, I want to give you a way to do that. And the first place to begin is really with the Word of God. You know, in Romans 12, and in starting in verse 2, it tells us, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You see, beautiful, the world has a way of telling us that we need to think about ourselves, about our husbands, about betrayal, about what's been done to us. And it's from a vindictive victim mentality. I will say that again. It is from a vindictive victim mentality. It's all about staying as the victim. You're the wounded one. You're the victim. This has been done to you. And you're victimized. Now, while that is true, you definitely don't need to stay there. You need to realize that through Christ, you are an overcomer. You are more than victorious over what has been done to you. God never intended you to stay victimized through the betrayal trauma. He wants you to come out on the other side of it as an overcomer and victorious. That's the first thing. The second thing, let's attack the victim, the uh, vengeance part of it. The society in which we live in says, ladies, get vengeance and get it hard and fast. Ruin his reputation. Slander him and the other woman on social media. Go after them with everything you are. Now, I will say we have a tendency to feel that way. And beautiful, that's exactly how I felt. 
I wanted vengeance. The day that I found out that my husband had been having an affair with a woman that was two, that was 13 years younger, and that was a younger woman. It had been going on for two years. When I found out all of this information, I wanted him to hurt. I wanted her to hurt. That was my first knee gut reaction. Why? Because I'm human. I had been hurt. I had been wounded at the deepest level. I had been cut in the heart. And I wanted them to hurt just as much as they had wounded me. But when I stepped back as a child of God, as a daughter of the King, I realized that going after them with vengeance in my heart was going to do nothing but hurt me as well in the process. It would hurt my family, and it would hurt so many other people. It would also damage my character, my integrity, and my reputation. And I, as a woman of God, didn't want that. So as hard as it was, I had to realize that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and that I had to understand that God was in control of the situation. I had to hand it over to him, and he would definitely make sure that consequences would take place because at the end of the day, beautiful, there are consequences to sin, and there would be consequences for them in this, and there were. There were absolutely consequences that they had to both face in this. So I had to renew my mindset, and it wasn't easy. So where did I begin? I began with the verse that I just gave you, Romans 12, 2. I had to let go of the standard of the world, not be conformed by the patterns of the world, what the world would want me to do. And I had to take a step back and I had to say, okay, what would God have me do in this instance? Now, I know a lot of you are probably thinking, because it came to my mind as I'm speaking to you right now, turn the other cheek, right? (laughs) Um, No. No, it's not that we have to lay down and take it, that we have to become somebody's doormat. No, that's not the mindset that we develop. The mindset that we have to start stepping into is that we have to recognize we have the mindset of Christ and that we have to realize that first and foremost, we are a daughter of the King. We're a daughter of God. So our stance has to be one of full integrity and character. And even though we are wounded and hurt, we have to step into who we truly are as a daughter of God. Now, with that said, we have to start renewing our mind. One of the best places to start is to realize that the negative mindset that is trying to be thrown upon us needs to be dealt with. The mindset of unworthiness, the mindset of self-doubt, the mindset of I'm not enough, If I could have just done better, he wouldn't have cheated. I'm talking about those negative mindsets that start to come at us when our mind's been affected by betrayal trauma. How do we defeat those? How do we start changing that mindset? With scripture, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God says that we are more than enough through Christ. We are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. We are that overcomer, that God is for us and not against us that he will always be there through thick and thin with us. There's a verse that I keep on my phone, Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When the negative thoughts start to surface, I combat them with God's word. 
I also combat them with supporting myself with truths. You know, I am supported. I am loved. I am more than enough. I am beautiful. God made me that way. And I also do mindset exercises. So I take time out to breathe and just meditate on the truth of God's word and the truth of who I am. I don't allow what has happened to me to define me. And I start to rewire my mind by doing mind rewiring exercises. Again, these are journaling, whether it's journaling scripture or journaling things that are true about yourself. Maybe you are journaling about your gifts and your talents, the things you are good at. And I know that when you're in the throes of betrayal trauma, it can be hard. So this is a great time for you to reach out to trusted family members and friends, to your coach. If you don't have a coach, to reach out to a coach who can start to help you with this. But to ask them, what I'm struggling right now, what are some of the great characteristics that you know about me? I need to hear them right now because my mindset is in a dark place and I need to be reminded of who I am. Beautiful, one of the best things you can do also is to get alone with God and ask Him, remind me who I am. Who am I to you? And then start to look up the scriptures of who you are in Christ. This is what is going to help you combat the negative mindset. And beautiful, I will say that one of the places that you can also go to help you with your mindset is the Beauty Beyond Betrayal Sisterhood. That's my free Facebook group that I have for women. I opened it up not long ago. We're growing day by day, and we'd love to have you. In there, I offer uh, mindset techniques. I offer scriptures that are going to help you reset your mindset And these are the things that are going to help you along the way to not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And one of the last resources that I would like to offer you today is one of my favorite authors. He is a top leadership podcast podcaster. He's the uh, pastor of Life Church, as well as um, he's the head of the Global Leadership Conference. His name is Craig Rochelle. He's amazing. He wrote a book called Winning the War in Your Mind. And he takes what scripture has to say about resetting our mind and then the science basis of it. And he pulls them both together in this award-winning book that helps you to learn how to reset your mindset. I've read it twice. I even have it on Audible. It's been a great tool for me while I was journeying through my own healing to recovery from betrayal trauma. And I would offer that to you as well. So go grab it. It's on Audible. You can order it through Amazon. It's a great tool to help you in your journey. And again, I would love to have you as a part of the Beauty Beyond Betrayal Sisterhood where you can get something daily to feed your soul, to help you with your mindset, to release the trauma from your body, and to grow into the woman that God created you to be and to leave the devastation of the pain, shame, and devastation of betrayal behind once and for all. I look forward to seeing you there, beautiful. 
Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond the Trail Podcast, and I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.